Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. How, how important is the vertical element in the passing game? And can the passing game be considered successful maybe long-term if you're not hitting that with some frequency? I think it's, it's important to um, have the ability to throw the ball vertically, horizontally, horizontally um, you know, in every game, you know, and most pass patterns have that element um, available to them. Um, I think there's a, you know, part of that process, uh, which involves certainly decision-making, um, you know, whether you want to, you know, kind of do everything you can to try to force it down the field where there's times where you could do that, um, or you call plays that have an option to, um, throw the ball down the field vertically. And if the defense were to play, you know, specific coverages that take those elements away that you then make the decision to do something else with the ball. Um, you know, certainly uh, you, you want to be able to attack all areas of the field and force the defense to defend uh, everything. Um, and we'll continue to try to work hard at doing that and, uh, again, I, I know I can, I can do um, more in, in, in that area to, to give us chances. Um, I think there's also a balance of the timing of the game, the score, the situation itself. You're weighing a little bit of risk versus reward, um, et cetera. So I think there's a lot of factors there. But, to, you know, the, the short answer to your question is, yes, it's important to have the ability to throw the ball to all levels of the defense um, and make them defend everything, uh, which certainly would open up other things for you underneath possibly. Um, but at the same time, I think is, is an important balance between just closing your eyes and heaving it deep uh, when it's really not there. Uh, you know, we had a chance, I think in the, maybe the second quarter, maybe might've been the first quarter, you know, we ended up with two guys back there on, on a post and, um, they ended up being offsides on the play, but you know, the decision-making process is the scheme available to you. Um, you know, you have to make smart decisions about that if you're going to do it. Thank you, Josh. Yep. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Mike. Cumberland. Hey Josh, how's it going? Good, Phil. How you doing? Good. You mentioned there's obviously a lot that goes into those decisions, whether it's, I, I would assume the, the play call or the decision in real time that the quarterback has to make. Yep. to throw it down the field. But I just want to ask you as, as a play caller and working with a, obviously a young quarterback who's only played two games here, do you maybe call fewer of those types of plays that would ask for Mac to push it down the field just to help him get his feet wet with what look like more manageable passes? Or do you trust him fully to, if that throw is there to, to take it and be as aggressive as he wants? Yep. I trust them um, completely. And so I think, I think, and, and again, kind of to piggyback off of Mike's um, question and, and, and uh, I understand your question too. Um, I think there's, there's a lot that goes into each decision. And again, look, I, I'm the first one to say that I could do a better job at a number of things. You know, as I look back at what I've done, the first game, the second game, 
and how we want to try to uh, grow and evolve as the season goes on uh, in terms of a lot of areas of our offense making progress. Um, but I think you, you know, protection is one of them, you know, the discussions that you have to, you have to, you know, be aware of um, blitz. Is there a lot of pressure, you know, coming at you? Can you hold the ball? You know, are you able to uh, do things with certain protections to add time to your pocket? Um, you know, and, and, and he has to deal with all of those same things, you know, he has to weigh, what is the coverage? How am I seeing it? Does it give me a chance to do that at the same time, react to maybe something in the pass rush or what have you that forces the ball to come out of his hand a little quicker. That's been the case for every quarterback who's ever played. And I think for me, I'm there's, believe me, there's not a whole lot that we're holding back for him. Um, I think this was a very aggressive front that we saw in New York. Certainly um, they did a good job of trying to get up the field and, and get into the middle of the pocket some, uh, which certainly we can improve in that area as well. Uh, and then we talked, you know, last week about, you know, how much pressure Miami brought and so on and so forth. So I think it's a combination of all those things. You can call as many as you want. It doesn't mean the ball is going to go there because the defense certainly has a vote in where the ball is going to end up going. And then our execution across the board, the read from the quarterback's perspective was, was the coverage, you know, applicable for us to take a shot or throw it down the field or throw it intermediate, the, the execution of the protection, the execution of the blitz pickup, the route, did we run the route the right way? Did we get open down the field? Did we give ourselves an opportunity? So I think there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, Certainly, you know, like I said, you, you want to be able to test those areas of the field as you move forward. Um, but I also want him to make smart decisions. I want him to protect the football um, and I want him to be aggressive when it's time to be aggressive. And I, you know, look, he's throwing the ball down the sideline to Nelson Aguilar in Miami. He's throwing the ball up the middle, you know, in Miami. He threw it down the sideline to Jacoby this week, you know, so it's not like he's not doing that. It's just there's certain times when it's the right time to do it and certain times where it's not. Um, and I got to continue to work hard at myself to try to provide our offense with opportunities to do that if it presents themselves. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Thanks, Phil. Uh, Gerard Mayo is waiting, so we're going to probably make this the last question. Michael Hurley, go ahead. Hey, Josh. Um, I was just curious, you know, especially early in the year as you're trying to establish what you want to do for a game plan, uh, how much does the opponent factor in? I asked because the Saints – you know, kind of have had two very different performances thus far. So I'm wondering how much you're keyed in on your offense versus their defense as you try to put the game plan together. It's a combination of both. Um, you know, you, you certainly have to take into account where you're at as a, as a unit, uh, what you do well, where you want to try to improve and progress um, and try to do as many things as you can to put your players in a position to be successful doing things that they're comfortable doing and, and they do well. Uh, at the same time, I think you always have to consider um, the defense's personnel, the defense's personality, uh, the play caller. Uh, I've, I've coached against Dennis a number of times. Um, he's an aggressive uh, coach. They are very, very well. Um, they're, they're, they're totally attached uh, at all three levels. They're, um, they have good communication. They rarely make a mistake. They challenge you uh, up front. They challenge you with different coverage disguises. They play zone. They play man. They're mixing in their pressures throughout the game. They have a very difficult third down package. So there's a lot of things I think you have to consider um, when you're getting ready for an opponent. Uh, you start with your own team. 
And then you factor in their scheme, their personnel, the problems that they present to you. And then you try to figure out the best way to approach the game plan on a day-to-day basis. So right now we're working on first and second down and hopefully we can put together a good plan and then we'll move on to the other downs uh, and situations in the game as we move through the week. Thanks. Thank you, Josh. Gerard Mayo will be next. Thanks, guys.